Hi, this is Amy Beheimer, and you're listening to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health. Habit 26, Organize a Step Challenge. Welcome to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health, a podcast to help you shift from managing autoimmune disease to creating autoimmune health using the power of everyday habits. I'm your host, Amy Beheimer a coach and doctor of pharmacy on a mission to create health and happiness with multiple sclerosis. Here we focus on everyday lifestyle habits proven to help the mind and body heal from the cell up without sacrificing the true joys of life along the way. To create autoimmune health in the mind and body, you have to be great at one thing, the skill of mastering habits. That's why each episode includes everything you need to do just that, evidence-based information and real-life inspiration from the experience of my guests, my clients, and yours truly. All habit heroes brave enough to turn a desire for health into daily decisions to create it. Let's have some fun. Welcome back, everybody. I am grateful that you are tuning in. Today, I want to remind us that habits are really personal. Even with these habits that I'm sharing, I often ask people, how can we make this more you? It is definitely not meant to be a one-size-fits-all, but more a launchpad for exploring what these could look like for you and your health and your happiness. Not only which habits you choose are personal, but how you do them. Today, we are going to be talking about a habit that is personal to me right now. I'm going to share mine, but be thinking of what challenge makes sense for you at this point in time. I'm talking about organizing a step challenge. It's December 5th, 2023. If you're listening in real time, this episode is for me. Like I said, this habit is for me. I start each year, not with a new year's resolution, but I do two things. I like to come up with a one word theme to kind of shape my year. And I also like to come up with a list of things I would like to get done or work towards or strive for or enjoy that year. And it's a concept I got from author and podcaster Gretchen Rubin. I had a 23 for 23 list, 23 things I wanted to do. And one of those things on that list is walk 2 million steps. In case that number sounds big, in case that number sounds small, depending on where you are, how much you walk, how much you run, That for me is a stretch. That for me is a big goal. And the way that breaks down is 5,479 steps per day on average. When I was checking in earlier this month to see how I was doing on my 23 for 23 list, I looked at my average as of today and it's 4,587 steps per day. So I'm about a thousand steps shy per day. With only a month left, it doesn't look like I likely will reach that goal. But does that mean that I'm going to give up and stop trying? Absolutely not. It's actually the reason that this episode lives and the reason why I am organizing a step challenge for the last month. It's because of the bonus benefits. Bonus benefits are all of the benefits that you get as a bonus for going after a big goal, whether or not you meet the goal. So even if I don't reach that 2 million step goal, every step on the way is a benefit. And I get to celebrate each of those steps as well, pun intended. And tracking progress here is key for me. 
being able to have the ability to see those steps and watch them increase as I set my mind out to do it is huge. For today, the challenge that it being a step challenge, it really spoke three movement as medicine is really the front runner of where this lives. But then there's the bonus benefits and we'll get into them. But getting outside and getting better sleep, that is the spoke of the habit hub, rest and relaxation. Pairing steps with either walking with friends or family or calling friends or family, that helps with the connection spoke. And this obviously is a challenge, a good stress to work towards, which helps with that spoke of the habit hub. Why steps? Walking is accessible for most, not all, but most. Travels well, no matter where you are, usually getting a few steps in is feasible. There's no equipment needed and it fits into any time block that you have available. So I do understand that I have listeners who may not be able to take steps. So consider a movement that is accessible for you. Is it arm circles? Is it marches from being seated? What else is accessible for you? My intent is not to leave anybody out. Again, habits are very personal. If you've been in my world for any amount of time, you know that I like to share news that you can use. There is lots of data and science being published about what it takes to be healthy. And I like to break it down, find the studies that are good quality, and break it down in a way that's easy to understand and pair it with action, which is why I call it news you can use. So today I'm going to reference two articles throughout our short habit, and I'm going to give links in the show notes if you want to dive deeper. So the first is a study from the American Heart Association. They looked at people ages 70 and older and found that walking an additional 500 steps per day, which is about a quarter of a mile of walking, was associated with a 14% lower risk of heart disease, stroke, or failure. So even if you're not older than 70, you can see that for a very small amount of steps extra per day, we start to see physical benefits. So these little bits do add up and they do matter. And then the other why that I want to answer before we go on to the how is why a challenge. And as I mentioned, a challenge can put some good stress on our body. It can take us from our comfort zone to our growth zone, where we actually come out on the other side of it stronger and better. So if you're still with me, let's talk about how to approach organizing a step challenge. There are various ways to count steps. There are step counters, your phone, pedometers, Apple watches, Fitbits, but don't let that stop you if you don't have a gadget. That's okay. We can use time, walking for a certain amount of time or a certain amount of distance. Set a goal that is a bit of a stretch. It's a challenge, one that takes you out of your comfort zone and into your growth zone. So some ideas. One is to break up your day. Movement breaks or Some people like to call them exercise snacks. Taking breaks throughout our day to move actually boosts our performance in whatever we're doing. So maybe plan a 25-minute meeting, then take five minutes outside. So there's a study called Prescription for Prolonged Sitting, a five-minute stroll every half hour. It found that the optimum time for offsetting most harmful effects of a sedentary lifestyle is just five minutes of walking every half hour. Exercise physiologists from Columbia University found that this amount of activity lowered both blood sugar and blood pressure, particularly after eating. Head back to habit four, move after meals, where we dive into this a bit deeper. The study also recorded positive effects on mood and fatigue when the five every 30 protocol was adhered to. That's powerful. 
Another idea, if you watch sitcoms or TV shows, they normally run about 23 minutes without commercials. So what if we got up after those and moved for five to seven minutes to round out the half hour? Maybe adding a walk to bathroom breaks or eating and then strolling, pairing those two together. And that's the strategy of pairing or what BJ Fogg calls habit stacking. Another idea is just adding 10 minutes here or there. That really can add up to thousands of steps. So the first idea we mentioned breaking up the day. The second one is try multitasking. Wait, but isn't multitasking energy draining? If you are in my membership or coach with me, you've likely heard about the downsides of multitasking. And generally, yes, it can undermine our focus and performance. But walking or other repetitive movements is one of the few times you can truly multitask because for most of us, it doesn't require conscious thought. Sometimes it does for me and it may for you, but mostly it usually doesn't require conscious thought. That could look like a walking meeting. It helps boost clarity and creativity for some. It could be with yourself or others. It's really a good time to get stuck and get new ideas flowing. That could be listening to an audiobook or a podcast. Maybe this one, hopefully you're walking. It can be calling a friend from far away and planning a date, or better yet, if you're lucky enough to grab someone local and walk with you. You can pray or meditate while walking, listen to your favorite song, or head outside and get some R&R by tapping into nature. The third idea is try walking for some transportation. We don't all live in foot-friendly places, but is there a friend's house or a store that is walkable to you that you want to challenge yourself to walk to? We've all heard the hack to park at the back of the parking lot, and that still is a really good idea if we do it. You could even save yourself a headache at a holiday event and park a few blocks away and just plan to get those extra steps in. And the last idea I'm going to share for the how is have a thought plan. A thought plan is like an action plan, but better. We may know the action we want to take. We want to increase our steps. But having a thought plan is getting ahead of ourselves and being ready with a thought that we're going to think to help us do it. So when your brain offers you unhelpful and untrue thoughts like, I don't have time to do that, be ready with a thought and be ready with how you're going to respond to that brain. You could be ready with the thought, I do have time, or I don't need any extra time. For example, walking in place while waiting in line, you don't need extra time for that, or while you're waiting for the bathroom. Or for me, if I'm heating up some bone broth to drink or heating up my corn bag that keeps me warm in the microwave, that could be a time to move around the kitchen or walk in place. Another thought plan idea is to answer back to yourself when you say, I don't have time. Try saying, I want to make the time. This reminds your brain that it's your choice and it's something you want to do, not something you have to do because you heard it on a podcast. On to your do of the day. Organize your challenge and share it. Is it going to be a step challenge? Which of these strategies are you going to try to increase the number of steps if it is a step challenge? What are some that I haven't listed that have worked for you in the past? And share it somewhere. Email me, tell me on Instagram, bring someone in on it with you. So for me, I'm challenging myself to walk around the block every day while chatting with a friend or family member on the phone. Every day feels a bit in my growth zone, so it's out of my comfort zone given how Decembers tend to get pretty busy, but it's worth it. Every step and bonus benefit on my way to that big goal of 2 million steps this year is worth it, even if I don't reach it. 
So one last note on the bonus benefits. We will miss them if we don't set ourselves up to go looking for them. Maybe you noticed a boost in your mood. Maybe you feel more connected with a friend. Maybe you're sleeping better because you're getting early morning light. Maybe you decide to finish out this challenge and then look for another one. The quote I'm going to leave you with today is, the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little extra. So let's challenge ourselves to that little extra. And before we go, I just want to ask if you're getting my weekly newsletters. It's one, two, three from ABC, and it's three quickies each week delivered to your inbox that help fuel your health. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. I promise to make it worth your time, energy, and attention. So I hope to see you over there in your inbox. It takes intention and a little effort, but let's send 2023 out with some good stress, a challenge that feels a little hard, but in all the best ways. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out Club Habit Hub. It's my monthly membership and your new home for making health a habit. You'll get coaching, curriculum, and community curated just for you. Visit www.amybeheimercoaching.com forward slash join for all the details and to get started today. I'll see you inside. And one last thing, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode where I might just cover the habit your body has been waiting for. If you're feeling extra generous, please leave a rating and a review. It is the best way to help other warriors find us here. Special thanks to my editor, Sarah. The Habit Hub is a production of Amy Beheimer Coaching, LLC. Talk soon.